September. Um, yeah, happy, what was it, in second week of September already, September, second week of September in 2021. Can anybody else believe that? Or is it just me just having a hard time? Anyway, um, I'm getting right into stuff today for real. I'm staying focused. Okay. I said my prayers over the show for God to have his way to speak to whomever needs this most. Um, whether it be live now or for anyone that will catch the replay. Um, even for years to come. Amen. So um, I'm going to lie. I'm refraining from saying I'm the one that needs today's show most, but, you know, because I'm going to believe that there's somebody out here uh, struggling with the same thing um, as I am. So um, before we get into all of that, welcome and or welcome back to another episode of the B-Mix right here only on BeExposedRadio.com. You already know what Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time are for, uh, who they are for actually, um, the unseen, the unheard, the overlooked, the forgotten, whether it be the forgotten part of you or for the person that does not belong anywhere, me, me. So welcome. <laughs> um, I'm going to one day try to get a study done to figure out why it is that I do like this little giggle. I don't know. It's just because I heard it. Moving on. Um, sometimes I do it and I don't even hear it, but I actually just heard my little giggle that I do. And I literally crack myself up. I'm sure that's what the results would be. Moving on. Um, so y'all know I love to share with you our moment of a history of racial injustice. Um, uh, from my favorite calendar, Equal Justice Initiative. And uh, for the month of September, September 9th, um, pause. Happy birthday, sissy. Love her. Desiree, love her down. Okay, it's her birthday. It is her birthday. Um, so September 9th, 1957, the year my mother was born. That's so crazy to see that written out. Um, here we are. Mobs of white church members led by a local minister protest the integration of white elementary schools in Nashville, Tennessee. By 19 black six-year-olds, the school is bombed the next morning. Ooh, child. Um, that's a that's a bit to chew on, right? Uh, it's a bit to chew on for a lot of reasons, especially because today um, we're getting into uh, topic none other than a parent support group. So all my parents come on over, welcome, welcome back, shout them out, bring them here, tag them, you know, as you're tagging, liking, and sharing the show. Um, always feel free, of course, to comment, um, call in or text 443-642-9403. Again, 443-642-9403. Um, but all of that to say is I was transitioning into the topic uh, because it's really, I have to tell y'all about uh, Miss Ma'am. Y'all know my my baby, my one and only, the zombie. Uh, but my my joy, like my bundle of perfection, Miss C. Adriana, started Big Girl School this week. Okay, so ooh, chat. It was um, it was a something. And so last week, y'all know I shared with y'all a lot about what's going on. Um, 
just as far as with me, like, you know, financially and just, you know, life struggles right now, like currently, um, and as I'm like coming out of them bit by bit, gradually. Um, and so one of the highlights where I ended it, ended last week's show with the highlight, um, as to even why I was late, oh, excuse me, something in my eye, um, while I was late starting the show last week, because I was coming from the good things that, you know, the even though it was late, but the good, it was for a good reason, I guess I can say that. Parents, y'all know how I feel, what I'm saying. Um, and so we were coming from like an ice cream social, like meet and greet or whatever at her school because it was like, okay, she's definitely starting, you know, as of this week. And so she did. Um, and so why this moment of our, you know, history of racial injustice definitely hits home because it's talking about a school and it's talking about six-year-olds. Um, of course, then talking about the integration, like this is only, what, 62, 63 years ago. Um, and uh, no, 64. Yeah, I'm trying to think of how old my mother is. So that's what I was saying. 60 years ago, which is not that long ago, right? So we're not far removed from whites. I, and I'm not love, but just as in, y'all know I love words. So like descriptions, you know, I'm a, I'm a, um, a visual learner, right? So I need, draw me a picture, right? Help me get a picture. I don't know what's going on with my locks. They just doing what they want to do today. Okay. Um, y'all gonna let them do that because that's what I'm doing. And so I, I love at least in the description, not necessarily the, the act, right? And just what happened, but in the description, that, you know, it, it gives you enough of the fact that it's white church members, right? And I know how there has, I want to say probably always, but definitely now I've seen where people, you know, comments um, or I'm always referring to social media. We know we live in a social media world. Like there, there's no getting around that. There's no denying that, right? Um, and so, oh, wait a minute. Let me see. Let me try share. I'm going to share the show with y'all. I haven't done that. I don't think I did that in a while. So hold on. I liked it. I loved it. I meant to actually just share it. Calling all parents. Um, okay. 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 Sorry, y'all. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah. The, um, uh, oh, yeah. So that there are, there have been, I've seen like posts and things where people were trying to figure stuff out, especially around, um, Y'all's little president that had left out um, a little while ago, um, little, little Donald, right? Little Trump. Um, and so just about like a lot of supporters, whereas, you know, there, there are plenty, I'm not going to say all, but there are plenty that identify, you know, as Christians, right? Um, and so whereas like religion has been, that's not recent, but religion has been, you know, questioned, especially Christianity, uh, most certainly has always, always been challenged. And I have to say it's the only, you know, uh, denomination and religion that has been challenged, but especially for, you know, times like these, right? Um, and so even back then where, you know, again, it mentions because there's only, you know, in the Christian faith really that, you know, automatically you can assume that that's the um, religion denomination simply because it says church members um and so and then even led by a minister um and so that that alone right so just mobs of white church members led by a local minister then the next thing is protest like wait protest the integration so not you know abiding by what you know 
who it is that we believe in, not abiding by their actual, their, his actual uh, purpose over our lives, which is, you know, oneness, um, inclusion, you know, togetherness, like all of those different, you know, synonyms for unity, right? Um, and so that they were going against that, rebelling against that, thinking though that they were doing something in the name of, just as, and not to really touch on this too heavily, but um, just as we, the the bit that we know about as far as um, the, hmm, I think it's suicide bombers, I couldn't think of that phrase for a second. The suicide bombers who mostly, I don't know of all of them, but mostly that we know of, again, just speaking of what we know of, um, when we think back to 9-11, what, whatever you're feeling about it is, just the fact that there were, you know, suicide bombers that in their mind, you know, believe that who they pray to, who they uh, praise and worship, um, and that they, they give honor for their being and their, you know, rising in the morning and um, being provided their needs and all that, who they pray to, um, they believe that that's who instructed and advised them to strap bombs to their chest and, you know, blow people up you know what I mean? Um, and the, including themselves. And so we see that now with the unfortunate happenstances all, um, all over in Afghanistan. Like is, this is, this is a world to be in right now. I know that was like, that seems far-fetched, but it all comes back full circle as far as, um, just when we consider people's beliefs and people's, um, you know, ideations and, uh, I guess really I want to stick with the word belief. So the, the just the simple fact of what people believe in, who they trust, you know, as their higher being, what they believe that their higher being is telling them, and the mere fact that they could very well be wrong, which I, I can say just as a firm Christ believer, you know, that um, believing in the one true living God, Jesus Christ, right? That uh, no, he ain't he ain't want these these white folk. Um, to protest the integration, you know, of of white schools in in Nashville, Tennessee, um, and that it would have been nineteen um, black six year olds. So that's again why this touches, you know, close to home. Going into just our topic for the day, because here it is: you're talking about kindergartners or first graders. Like, wow. You know, like, I, I mean, and the fact that not only was it not enough just to protest and seeing as though, obviously, you know, they move forward with integrating the elementary school. Um, like, you know, like you ever just stop to think like how idiotic something you may wholeheartedly believe in? Does anybody like y'all know here we talk a lot about self-reflection. Have you ever really caught yourself? And I mean, like it could be on a on a low end. I'm thinking about Gary with this. You know how you be like on the low end, on the high end, but literally on the low end or even on the high end, where you catch yourself like that is dumb. I'm not about to do that. And and that's just I'm thinking of the many of times that I've said that or you know caught myself, and it has never, and I mean ever, included you know a thought to uh, bomb an elementary school because I didn't want you know, people mixing. Like, it has never been the killing of, you know, this group of people because of what they look like or what they appear to be. Like, oh my Lord, like, woo, that, I mean, that's, that's tough. Like, that is on a whole nother level. And that is really why, and I was really not even trying to go here, but that is really why I will forever believe that, um, and this is, this is a statement, 
for the true believers, okay, I'm gonna give that disclosure here, okay, the disclaimer right now, and for the true believers to understand that everything is spiritual, and so if you say and believe in that, then you know that even there is, a, in the way I would put it, is that there's a spirit of racism is so heavily, it's so prevalent, like it's so, I don't even want to say dominant, but in a sense, right, like basically because of just how strong it is just throughout and has been, it's been raining for a while, like just raining racism, you know, um, and that does cross, you know, lines too. I know there are the conversations out here about, you know, Blacks can't be racist, you know, it's only white people that are racist, but then Blacks are maybe racist to other people, you know, whatever. Right. Because um, then then we get into definitions of racism versus prejudice. Um, so it's just a lot in that. But still, um, just the mere fact of just why people don't like like even think to catch themselves. And I, I get that it's either whatever you are, whatever your environment is, you either, you know, get it genetically. Right. Um, or that you are, get it, you get it, whatever the it is. Right. Especially if it's a bad thing that you get it from just being within your environment. And so, you know, essentially becoming a product of your environment. And so why it's so important to uh, saturate the atmosphere and the environments of those that are most vulnerable and so impressionable being our children. And so why I'm saying like today, like this parent support group, like, y'all, I'm just calling all parents. And I really thought I would just call in all parents to the floor, you know, to the front of the line, so to speak. Y'all get it? All right. Corny joke is fine. I can have mom jokes. Okay. I can, if dads can have dad jokes, I can definitely have mom jokes. I love corny dad jokes anyways, but, um, you know, just that of why it's so important and and we know this and we talk about it, but it's so very important for so many different reasons. And so some things that I want to cover tonight is just about, you know, one, I'm going to get, I'm getting now finally back to sharing to y'all the story of Miss Ma'am, Miss Mamas, okay, start big girl school. Um, And then to get into, you know, just what it is that we really want to be sure that we're keeping at the forefront, what we're considering um, as our little people. And I'm saying little people, but that is a range from from the womb, you know, to, you know, through uh, post-secondary education, um, which, you know, of course, includes college, universities, uh, trade schools, you know, getting into the work field, whatever path that your children take. Um, and I am saying parents, um, definitely. But of course, in, in this time, of course, it always includes, you know, guardians, whether it be legal guardians, if you claim yourself to be a guardian or, you know, a caretaker or a mentor or just have any type of, not any type, but any youth, any child, you know, in your life that you have a positive influence, um, um, you know, an impact on, then I'm, this show is for you um, or it's for you to share with someone that you believe, you know, needs to hear it or just would even benefit from it or just would feel, you know, patted on the back. Um, just for knowing that it's not just them, because this is really where even the topic <laughs> came from. I told you, I just get on here and share my life with y'all. And so, um, again, with her starting school Tuesday and just so much leading up to, you know, Tuesday coming, right? Um, and so there are uniforms involved in there, this and that. I mean, things like we are given some at the school a while ago when everything was like good. Um, the school, they have like where people give the uniform back and they sell it. It's like $5. Y'all, these jumpers and uniforms and sweaters and all that out here are not cheap, especially not directly at the uniform store. 
cool. Um, and so even the five dollars was like, okay, cool. I had, I was able to get three jumpers um, and a shirt all for five dollars each, and so that was that was good. Um, in her little size, and then even where she can kind of, she got some room to grow into because you know I don't know about nobody else. But mine, Lord have mercy, unfortunately, Ted, I have to just admit that this little rump is just, oh God, I don't even, I don't understand. I don't understand why it grows right now. I don't get it. But it's grown. So um, keeping that in mind. Um, so really loving the jumper, especially the jumper with a little one, okay, because you can't see that. Um, and so, but yeah, so like just the, like I said, got three jumpers and a shirt and y'all, Okay, especially for, for, for the ones that got mine is four. Okay, I'm remind, remind y'all that I have a four-year-old. Okay, four-year-old, precious, perfect bundle or precious bundle of perfection, right? Um, my smooch. And so, ciao. Okay, pre-K, you definitely, I don't know when it stops, but pre-K, I don't know if it's all through elementary or what, but definitely at the age where we have to leave an entire uniform, okay, full-blown uniform at the school. Like, oof. You mean, I got to get it. Like, it's not like, oh, y'all would give it to keep it there. No, I got to get it for y'all. Okay. Wow. <laughs> you you better know her name going on all of this. Um, Side note, I'm going to just go ahead and tell myself now before we really get into it. Speaking of putting a name on stuff, I think I have, um, going into it, I don't know yet, because now we're three days in, right? So I'm going to give y'all a breakdown of each day. Um, thus far, but um, I might have going into it again. I think I've changed. I don't know yet. Um, going into it, I may or may not have been the petty parent. Like, bro, I definitely cracked open all four boxes of tissues to write her name all up on it. I was going to write it on both sides and the bottom and the top so that way every little snot no shout understood. Baby Sydney Adriana gave y'all these. You're welcome. But you know, I reeled it in and I only wrote it on one side, but I definitely bust open all the boxes. I was just going to write her name on the top. No, I want you to be aware all throughout the school year. Every time her box of tissues come up, it was Sydney Adriana. So understand. Okay. And I'm not saying we're not, you know, we're not uh, bribing kids or something. I don't want nobody bribed. I don't want her to have no bribed friends. I don't want none of that. Okay. Um, I just do know that my baby is, she is so precious. Like she really is. She has a lot of personality. Um, of course, I guess for anybody though, of course, it's once she's comfortable, but because um, I know I'm going to get to, I'm kind of jumping now, but I know they went to the playground today. She was excited to tell me about that. And so I know just in the past, like just anytime we've gone to the playground, she can, if, if I didn't, if she didn't go with me actually taking her with her cousins or, you know, other family and other god sisters or things, then, you know, she can just find something like she's in her own world. And even with them, actually, now I'm thinking about it, you know, they could be playing and running and getting on everything. And she's doing her ballet dances in the corner and just in her world. And I love that. Uh, but don't y'all try my baby. Okay. Like I love, and we embrace the word weird in this house. Like I've had to embrace it. Just so that's why I really, my platform is always, you know, uh, speaking up for the underdog, like truth be told, I've been the underdog like all my life in every corner and every circle. I could really find like, as far as I was concerned now, let other people tell it though. It's like, Oh, you know, you're well-known or even some people try to misuse the term like popular thing. No never been that but um you know whatever the case may be but if you really ask me I was an underdog so I would always like find the person like oh I see that person sit by themselves let me go to them right so just just you know so of course we carry our stuff this is my point we carry our stuff and I had this conversation on the very first day that I'm getting into breaking down each day thus far 
had a conversation um, with with another mother on the on the same day. She wasn't even at the school, but what it is is that I dropped Sydney off to school. So I had to drop off my youngest and then had to go deal with my oldest, which was take my mom um, to a doctor's appointment. And I'm going to just say this because I am not too proud. Oh, excuse me, to request prayers, y'all. So I told a while ago that my mother, um, you know, was diagnosed with uh, breast cancer for the third time. And so we're dealing with that now. And so having to literally go from being so emotional um, with taking my baby, you know, to big girl school. So it was good emotions, but emotions nonetheless, to then, um, you know, take my mom to her appointment about breast cancer. It's just like, okay, whew. Okay, all in a day's work. Okay. Um, so yeah, so uh oh yeah, I'm sorry. I was trying to figure out where I was going with why I shared that in this moment, but I got it now. It almost left me off. I'm doing better. It helps to pray over your stuff, y'all. Anything you fit to do, say a little prayer beforehand, especially if you deal with like memory issues like moi. Okay. I definitely was like, Lord, can you keep me focused? Can you keep me like keep it fluid? Like help me, right? Um and so I brought that up, though, the doctor's appointment up because that's what I had spoke to her nurse. And so her nurse was explaining to me like her. She has one, you know, one and only. And so our nine year old daughter, and she was explaining like the story. And so I believe her daughter like attends like city school. So they she had been back. And so um, with Sydney, it's not the technically under city school, but it's a private school. So um, either who. So they, like I said, they just started this week. Um, and so her daughter, though, the nurse's daughter, she was saying that she had to run it and like, just to be clear, like with the other teachers. And it didn't seem as though I've heard other parents before, like express this, like I let parents know. I mean, uh, the teachers know I ain't the one, like, I get it. I, I do hear that. I'm not, not judging that one. Cause you know, we don't judge here. This is the least judgmental platform you can find out here. I guarantee you. I guarantee you, because I am the least judgmental person you can ever meet in your entire life. You can tell me anything. I guarantee you. <laughs> like, one, I'm going to forget your stuff. But two, even in a moment, it's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, if that's what we're doing, then let's, let's figure out what's good for you and let's go with that. Okay. Um, and that should be our sentiment toward our children. Let's figure out what's good for you and let's go with that. Even if that means me as the parent, be tip of the week. Even if that means me as the parent that I need to change this thing, whether if I enjoy it. Um, if it brings me, you know, and I'm not saying change everything, but if it is not, there's no way you should be doing something that is not for the betterment of your child. That is parenthood. Congratulations. Welcome. You have a newborn baby. You don't get to do any and everything that you want to do if it is not good for your child. So if it is good for you, right, not good to you, you know, not good at you. Not good around you, not kind of good, not, you know, feels good. If it is good for you, then most likely, then it is good for your child. So that that's okay, right? Because um, they wouldn't know every absolutely everything you do and all that. But just saying, okay, keep that's a little food for thought. Because um, I've been there. I've been the mother, you know, like, all right, ooh, okay. Got through my whole day. The baby's down to bed. I can roll up smoke. Like, it, it it turned out really nice to be like good for me. Like it never, I never slipped as a mother. I can definitely say that. I would admit if I did truthfully, but listen, I was, I was definitely overall, I was not where I probably could have been here years ago. So I, I was stagnant. I was content. Right. And so to each his own, like I get it to some people feel as though, and I'm just sticking here for a second, lingering here for a second. Some people feel as though they're more creative, you know, when they smoke or drink or, you know, indulge. Right. Um, And okay. If you feel as though, okay. But at some point, 
kind of gets old and you and you get over it. Just just saying, just because at the end of it, it's not good for you. I get it. That was good to you. Feels good. Been there again. Been there. Not speaking on anything I don't know. Um, but especially just as a parent, like I as a because at the end of it, well, not the end of it, but beneath it all. So here you are as a parent, you know, as a mother, father, um, and then under that, like you're human, like you're a person. And so you as building up you as a person, what are you doing? You might be, you know, smoking or, you know, drinking a little heavier or more heavily um, simply because maybe the stresses of being a parent, right? Again, speaking from my place, right? And from my experience. So that just like, I've always been the person like to wear a lot of, you know, hats, a lot of uh, people's stuff, um, a lot of the other experiences, right? And I don't, I'm not complaining about that. I'm just, you know, kind of making a point. But, um, and then so on top of that, then it's like, oh, then I became a parent. It's like, oh, I really got to wear this one though. Like this is on me all the time. See, some people's stuff you can hang up. Your children's stuff, you cannot. There is no hanging up or you should not, rather. I know there are parents out here that do. I'm not speaking to those today. <laughs> no, no, no. I speak to the parents. Okay, parents. Hey, come here. Come here. Yep, you. <laughs> okay. Um. And so just the fact that, uh, you know, like when you get those stresses, then you are indulging in those vices that are not necessarily good for you. Um, you're indulging in those to feed uh, the stresses of, you know, the, the other hats that you're wearing. So as the, like I said, as the mother, as the father, but then it's not allowing you, it's only stopping right there. What about under here where you are as a person? So, but he as a person needed to be feeding herself so that way I could, you know, pick up, you know, the, the heavy bag and, you know, wear the heavy hat of being a mother, but also become the entrepreneur. Like I was in no, it's so crazy to me now. Right. So it's just when your eyes are open, just like they were closed. I didn't even know my eyes were closed. That's crazy. Like, whereas I shared with y'all before that entrepreneurship was such a large word to me. Like it was a big word. Like I remember, especially like decades ago, it was like, I couldn't even remember. And I'm a, I really want to say I'm an, an amazing speller. I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't know what it is. My brain would just be like, oh, even if I don't know it, I can figure it out. Entrepreneurship, I could not get down. I don't know what that's about. I could spell supercalifragilisticexpialidocious before I could spell entrepreneurship. You understand me? So <laughs> that's a problem. Um, but then that was a, back to what I said before, everything spiritual. I swear that was a spiritual thing. That was a spiritual blockage um, that, blocked, you know, even my mentality to even, you know, um, uh, to wrap my head around, right, that that word or that concept for myself, because it was just the word. I'm thinking like, oh, well, I just cannot remember the spell word. And the reason why I remember that, once you usually forget something that you just couldn't always spell, um, unless it comes up, but the reason why I really remember for so long that I could not spell it, because I remember one of one of my old students, like he had messed up so bad on spelling it. So, but I knew that was wrong. And that's something I couldn't spell it right. But I knew I so when I saw that, I knew it was wrong. And it was like so bad. And it was like the running joke for like a little while or whatever. Um, but even I still couldn't correct it. And so my mind already couldn't wrap around, you know, this concept. And then I definitely couldn't, my my spirit, you know, my my spiritual appetite couldn't even fathom to even take a bite at, to nibble you know, definitely not to digest this concept for myself of becoming an entrepreneur, right? Um, and just venturing, you know, onto my own and just doing, you know, some of the things that I am finally, 
like I've been yielding to them, but like finally starting to see the fruits of, right? Um, and so it's it's just crazy to me. And so when we bring that full circle, sorry, y'all, I don't know. Y'all know I had no eyelashes, so I know it ain't no eyelashes sticking in my eye. I gotta be, yeah, I got a little, literally like a little S curve. Oops, oops, okay. Sorry, Jay. So does my hair, she don't play. She don't, she don't, she don't play about my hair more than I don't play about my hair, so. In case she catches this, my bad. I want to just move it and then it it broke off. Okay, moving on. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, like uh, you know, just being a parent and then understanding how vital it is and how crucially important it is to do what it is that is good for us, so that way we. Um, create these environments, just like I talk about on here, that I've really worked to create such an open and transparent environment where any any given time I want somebody, whether if it's some, during the live show or even the replay, like to comment and to, you know, think definitely I want, I want it to be thought provoking, of course, you know, I want it to pierce the spirit um, and the heart, you know, of each listener, each viewer. Um, but really, essentially, my real goal is like, and I know that's a little further off than just people like just thinking, you know, kind of digesting it for themselves and thinking about it, but um, get into the place of actually feeling open enough and just moved and, and yielding to being led to be like, you know what, I have to say my stuff too. Like that is, that's my whole platform for all of us, all of our skin folk, kin folk, that's, that's, that's always going to be it. You're going to always hear me, you know, talk about it, but more so just walking it and working through it and and living that of just, just talking about my stuff. Like, I don't, I just out and open. Like, it just, it's just what I'm here to do, like to encourage you to do the same thing. Um, and so that being said, finally getting around to Shanti also, here comes first day, right? Tuesday. Ooh, Let me tell y'all. Tell y'all about the short my shortcomings and all. Amen. Y'all just y'all bear bear witness. So let's go to Monday. So over the okay, let's go back. So the weekend, we know it was a little, you know, holiday weekend. Um, and uh so that that was fine, right? So just knowing almost Friday came, it was like, oh my goodness, we're in the weekend, right? Before you go to school, oh my lord, what are we gonna do? I don't I, honestly it draws a blank. I, I don't even know <laughs> what we did from day to day. And at some point I think I thought I knew that and I I wouldn't be able to tell you. All I know is then here we come to Monday. I know we like made our rounds, like we were able to see, you know, some different family. Um, okay, right. I know like on Sunday, like after trip, yep, so we saw her Gigi, like some people that really just like, you know, she really loves and really cares about. Um, and so like we saw her Gigi and Grandma Ange and her Armani Bear, the bears, we'll call, them, call ourselves. Um, and so Sydney literally says all of their names, including the cat's name of Bear at the end of everybody's name, all in one, like all one word. Um, anywho, so, you know, we saw them over the weekend. That was going to think we actually spent the night. That's what it was. Yeah, she got her hair done. Oh, yeah. There we go. Okay. Thank you, Lord. So it's coming to me. So Saturday, um, there was, you know, I don't know what Friday was, but Saturday we got up. She had a hair appointment. Um, and so she went to that. Um and then in the meantime, I don't know. I think I yeah, I ended up getting my mom. Um, because I was doing like last minute like getting stuff. Oh, I was on a lunchable. Oh, y'all, there we go. It's really coming to me now. I was on a lunchable run, like a lunchable mission. Okay, because did y'all hear about the shortage on lunchables? And parents, since this is the uh, parent support group, go to Weiss Market, W-E-I-S. People say Weiss, it doesn't matter. My mother pronounces it Wise. So, but then now says she doesn't remember ever shopping there. It doesn't matter. The point is, 
twice, okay? Because I thought Sam's Club was the move. I said, I remember seeing, obviously, Sam's Club, so I remember seeing them come in both. But let me tell you how God really moves. First of all, let's go back, because I know last week I told y'all a lot about the house and all that. They reached out as far as like my landlord, and they reached out because it was supposed to be the contractors, I guess, to them now, they probably really just wouldn't care about being any inconvenience to me, because I guess according to them, I'm the inconvenience now. Um, and so they had reached out and said, like, all oh, the contract is coming on Saturday. I, like, uh, I don't know if I mentioned it last week. So I think it happened like Wednesday, Wednesday or Thursday. And let me know um, that Saturday morning, this past Saturday, that the contractor that had supposedly been coming to fix the basement, he's coming 9 a.m. in the morning. You need to move all the stuff. Sidebar is that my, with my late uh, landlord, the not back and forth, but just anytime we mentioned it and it really ended up that it didn't happen at one time as the old contract he was going to use, they flaked on him and yada, yada, yada. But um, it was always just trying to figure like, hey, can you just definitely give me an advance notice to know because I have stuff like, honestly, since I've moved in, I have like piles of boxes and stuff down in the basement. Like I probably could throw away a lot of it, but I'm sure once I get to going through it, there's some stuff I know for sure. They're like important papers down there though. So there are some, not everything, it just goes to trash. Um, anywho, and so the uh what was I gonna say oh so um it was just always about like hey like you know give me an advance notice so that way I can you know move those things but I don't want to move it like these are stuff that's been down in the basement so to bring them upstairs you know I was always asking like it's half I have a you know it's a full basement like can they work on half and then I move the stuff like can we do it that way like work with me that I live here I think that's the part that has always the running uh, theme of anywhere where I've lived, like whether it started off good or started off rocky, whatever, even if I loved the apartment, like it was just like they will forgive aside my very first apartment. They forgot that like people live here. It's a business for you, but it's you're in the business of where people live. Just like if you are, if you work in human services, you have to keep in mind that, you know, you're dealing with people's livelihood, you know, of why if you are granting services or, or benefits or things like that or support or assistance, um, and still, it's because of, you know, how people live, where they live or what they have to eat, what they what they have in order to have something on their back and just shoes on their feet and things like that. Like, you know, you have to keep in mind the business that you're in, even when we go as far back as when I touched on like church and all like it's the same thing. Like that's, you know, we're about my father's business. Right. You hear that in the Bible. Like so it's it's really about the fact that, you know, it's church business um, and it's the business of of. Um, saving souls, like it's helping to usher souls, you know, as in people, like back to Christ. Like that's the whole mission and the whole goal, but you know, where things get lost, right? Um, and, and misinterpreted. And so, anyhow, so with all of that, um, they had told me, like, yeah, you know, it's coming. I was like stressing over that. So I'm like, man, I need to actually like clean this house, let alone, you know, move these things by myself, you know, from the basement upstairs. I hate to even have them upstairs, like just in the middle of the living room or the dining room, like, I'm going to hate this. Um, And so hear me, (laughs) hear me clearly. What I'm not happy about um, is the, you know, possibility that me as a human, I wanted to text and just check on because I'm a checker owner kind of person, a check upper. Um, My week, you ain't got the, what's the cat? He's still on his old stuff, child. Um, he was in the chair for a long time before I could even get up in here to start the show. It's crazy. He would not move. Um, but if, either who, so my new landlord, like he had let me know that the contractor said that he had been exposed, at, you know, at least. So hopefully, like, not, oh, that, I'm sorry, that his son, um, and that his son is too young to, like, be vaccinated, but, you know, had possibly been exposed and all of that. And so just didn't want to take the risk, was going to quarantine, all that. So I appreciated that because, 
in my mind, not to even think that of my new landlord, but still, they could have been like, well, you told me, but she being inconvenient, so we're going to go in there and do this anyway. Like, it could have been any way or anything, and I'm just so grateful. Um, and so at the surface of it, it was like, oh, Lord, I don't have to move none of this stuff. I ain't got to worry about this house yet. Like, let me get everything else together just about this girl going to school. That was the point. Um, and so fast forward to, so got out of, you know, that in a sense, and that Saturday, like I said, got up hair, boom. And so I have, you know, my mission. I'm like, okay, I'm going to, you know, run here and, you know, do this just on this mission of, like I said, trying to find Lunchables, again, thinking that Sam's Club was my move. And so I had, I forgot the two things that I had done before. And then I just thought to call my mom. Um, child, I remember being on the phone with her and she's like, oh, what do I need from Sam's? Well, baby, <laughs> I didn't offer to buy you a thing. I sure did not. But then she was just like, you know, I, um, it turned out to me, mind you, you need me to come get you. So I go and get my mother. And so finally, once, you know, she gets dressed and get up and we get to Sam's child. Now, Cindy's hairdresser was letting me know that, um, she was just about to be finished. So, but being in Sam's, then how, like, God, like, listen, Y'all can't tell me about my guy because he'd be looking out for me. Small things, large things, doesn't matter. Everything about me, he cares about, <clears throat> even my weirdness. So um, even from knowing that I was not ready to have to move on and stuff about the basement, that that would have just, alter- it was already altering my mood of even being anxious about it. He said, be anxious for nothing. But there I was. Um, so we kind of moved that, and again, hoping that nobody had COVID. But just, you know, the fact that it was just like, okay, let's give it some time before they come in here. And so then even with, um, being at Sam's though, thinking like, okay, I'm going to get her, you know, some juices, like a big thing of good juices and um, just, you know, snacks and just stuff, right? Uh, for lunch. It was, that was the last thing I had to really figure out because I know I was trying to figure out at the school, like there's no option. She has to bring lunch. Okay. You said pay for school, uniform, and she got to take, so what are you getting? Okay. I digress. Um, <laughs> parents, it's okay. Y'all can say it to me, okay? Because I'm already thinking it. Like, what are you giving her? I mean, it's the education. But I mean, come on, a little safety. Okay, I appreciate that. Small classroom. Hopefully, it better be the attention, okay? Because I'm getting there. I'm getting to the first day, I promise. Um, and so, child, uh, you know, Sam's actually did not have the Lunchables. And so, fast forward to then go backwards. But fast forward to more recently when I was back in Sam's, um, I think yesterday or something, and saw that I, they had they had restocked the lunch, so they were completely out. I remember asking somebody that was stocking, and he was like, "Oh no, we're out! Like we are completely done um, with, with lunchables." And so when I was just in here the other day, though, I saw them, and they only had the bulk packages of like the pizza one. And first of all, I forgot how many different lunchables there are, and, and trying to figure out the reason why we even went the lunchable route. Cindy kept saying, "You know, I want sandwich for lunch, right?" Now, given parents again. <clears throat> it is about, you know, we try to give them, of course, you know, the thought or the purpose is to try to give them what works for them, what, you know, also works for us, vice versa and all that and just meshing all that, but also knowing our child, our children too. Sydney is recently, will she really eat like a same, like, it's just not her thing. Like, I don't like, I forget how she even used to hold, like, already some kids like take sandwiches apart. I get that. But she used to do something totally different. I was just like, okay, sandwich, you don't know how to navigate a sandwich. Got it. Like it's, I'm still, still trying to get my baby on the concept of picking up her chicken and bite into it. Like, and it's my fault because all her life thus far, I had always like broken the meat off or something over, off a chicken or turkey or something. And, you know, had it cut up and like on her plate, like she's looking like, what's this bone thing? What's this here? This, <laughs> you said we was having chicken. <laughs> what's going on here? Um, and so it was kind of like the same thing with sandwich. I was like, ah. 
uh, I think she was kind of saying that even though she was handling herself, like as far as camp, I know camp lunch was provided and they mostly had sandwiches. Okay, cool. Um, but I, I don't know. So I just figured like us at least starting off, you know, let's try Lunchable, right? So I got some, even like we tested out over the weekend too, I think on Monday. Um, and, it, and it worked out fine. I even got some tester ones. Side note, parents, do you know, and it could just be me that don't know half of all of this going on. Did you know that there are Lunchables called the unloaded, up, reloaded something, like the upgraded, that's it. Lunchable upgraded, right? This particular one that I just opened today that I actually just had for dinner. Um, <laughs> Child, you, so I did. I knew what was in it, but I didn't know. Like you, you make it, so they make their own like sandwich. It comes with the bread pre-packed, right? Package, you know, by itself. Then the the turkey meat and cheese, cool. And it was the the mayonnaise. I'm not really big mayonnaise fans, but you know, whatever. I wanted to try everything, so like just in case I end up getting this for her, we'll see. But she has to make it, though. That's the only thing I don't know. So I really concluded that this is for an older child because it comes with like Pringles, Pringles. That would have been fine, a good snicker. Then I love that it came with a water, a small bottle of water, like a little bigger than the chubby one, um, and then like a, a Kool Aid packet, like to pour in it. Like if this ain't Little Timmy don't eat that, so I'ma send a sandwich, and he gotta make his own sandwich, and he gotta pour his thing, his little flavor in the water. That we that type of parent, we that type of family, you know. This is lunch, and so y'all on the field trip. Yes, it's all one word. Um, y'all on the field trip, and this is the way his lunch gotta be. Type mom, like I was like, okay, I'm impressed. Lunchable, it just ain't for my baby yet. That's all. <laughs> And it came with, like two little chocolate kisses. It was so cute. Um, but yeah, so just that um was kind of I was saved because in on Saturday when I, you know, went to Sam's or whatever and got the was trying to get the lunch pools, was sad, like, oh my goodness, where am I gonna go? Blah blah blah. But it worked out. And like I said, that's when I ended up going to Weiss, 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 um, and um cleaned up. I, I legit spent sixty dollars on grub stubs um of uh, lunchables, right? And was so proud of myself that went ahead and got candy to donate to. I'm, I don't know if they're going to call it Halloween because it is a Christian private school, but which I'm okay with. Um, but that they, uh, you know, the the dress up candy giveaway holiday or something like. I'm pretty sure they're going to ask that. I went ahead and got that. Like I was like, we're just going to be ahead of this ball game right now, okay? Um, and so just Saturday worked out. Oh, that's was we had like a birthday party. We went to that. Uh, if we drop my mom off, like it, Saturday was good. Then, um, so she, like I said, she spent some time there. Then once we, from the birthday party, once she went to her GGs, so she could get time out, you know, time in with them right before she started school. We spent the night. It's like we never, ever can go over there <laughs> and not spend a night. It just happened. But it was good. It was good family time. Sydney went to sleep. I had a good time. We played um, Tonk. Y'all wanted a little month, like, we played for like change and I was winning. It was, I was excited. Um, I don't remember how to play anymore though. Um, and then they did tell me that they're not going to teach me anymore that I better know next time we play. So we're going to have to play pretty soon so that way it'll just come back to me. Moving on. Um, and so then, uh, we, you know, got up, we went to church. Um, and then after that, because I know my dad was like, you know, Sundays, daddy goes to Walmart. Okay, that's his thing. That's just been his thing for a long time now. And he'd be like, what you need? What's on your Walmart list this week? And all that. Whatever. And so we all went, though. It was just, you know, a deal. And so just trying to find the last minute. This is where I get to really saying, like, admitting my shortcomings. Y'all, all this time, and I mean all, like, months have I had 
this baby's supply list. We have had everything. I've had this big old big lots bag full of everything that I had been collecting and had for her for months. Okay, even before everything got crazy and you know just rough and tough, right? It was an oversight on my part. And so even when it got to a month out from her starting the school, and I didn't even know if she could go because of you know finances and this and that. I have looked at the supply list 100 trillion times, I'm telling you, right? Long story short, the weekend before she's supposed to start, I realized that it asked for, and it, her, her list was so specific. Like, it was some things were just like, oh my, is this private school? Come on, like, chill out. Um, and so, like, I remember <laughs> back a while ago, the issue was I couldn't find the jumbo crayons in 12 count. Because that was what it needed, 12 count. You could find 8 count. You can find 10 count. You can find 16 count and 24 and 32 and so forth and so on. There is no 12, okay? That's what they wanted. She got 16. I sent two packs of 16. Moving on. Um, and so my oversight, though, that I did on the for the list was that it requested two primary compositional books. Two, my preschool, pre-K, kindergarten, maybe first, I'm not sure, at least up until then. Parents, oh my Lord. Oh my Lord. Y'all, that's a big deal. That's a big difference. She been had two compositional books. That was no problem. No. <laughs> All wrong. And the primary compositional books are harder and they're the ones that have the half, the half and half. So the top, y'all remember way back, we had the paper, like it was the brownish, thin, uh, oh, what it feel like? I don't know, wrapping, silk wrapping, sand, uh, lunchbox paper. I don't know. I don't know how to describe what this paper felt like, but we had that, right? It was usually long, and sometimes they, they, I, now I'm learning, they probably cut it in half, folded it or whatever, or you could draw your picture up top and write about it at the bottom. Well, now they have, and I don't know if it's a new thing, but to me, it's new to me is what I'm here to admit. So again, another beat of the week, parents, no matter what grade your child is in, I don't even care if it's post-secondary education, if it's college, trade school, if they're entering to the work field, whatever, or if it's, you know, preschool, if they're still in the womb, if it is something that is new to you, baby, that is okay. I had to say it with the claps, okay? That is okay. And I, I say that because anytime in my past where I have worked with youth um, and have just tried to help youth with dealing with, y'all, do I have a boogie? All right. Are we that close yet, y'all? Can I ask y'all that? All right. So I thought I felt a boogie and I thought I saw it too, but moving on. Um, <laughs> y'all know I'm a boogie blocker, so calm down. Um, I wash my hands often though, so chill out. Don't try to judge me. Don't do that. Don't try to say, ew, she nasty. Um, but y'all, what would help you know, when I would connect with my youth and help them, especially when, lastly, when I was dealing with uh, high schoolers, right? And so, you know, you have them talk because my mother, and given knowings, y'all know what I didn't share, you know, it's sometimes like having like issues and just turmoil with parents and and just relatives and, you know, people close to you and things like that. Um, understanding, you know, the seri seriousness of it and the impact on it, sure, but then also just get trying to also just to connect with them to understand some of the things, you know, we're wearing and we see, you know, we because we can't see where they're coming from type ordeal, right? And so to help them, I'd be like, you know, because they were the ones who like, because I, I think I would say like, you know, I would start off by like, you know, well, this is, you know, if it's a, I'm thinking of a particular daughter, excuse me, a mother, 
scenario. And I'm even thinking, oh, Lord, I'm thinking of a couple of them now, a father and son, Lord have mercy, moving on. But just from the youth to their parent, just like, you know, well, I'm not the, I'm not their only child, you know, I'm the, the second oldest or the whatever, you know, wherever they fall in line. And what I would try to get them to understand and what would eventually, you know, kind of, you could, you can, when you really connect with someone, parents, oh my goodness, hear me. When you connect with someone and really like when you, to know your child, to know your child. So that's step one. B tip, huge B tip of the week. Get to know your child, not get to know the person who is your child. That's the real B tip of the week. Don't get to know your child because you're going to, you then will only see them as your child, but get to know them as a person whom also is your child, right? Um, that's, that's important. Um, and so just when you get to know someone, when you, you know, it's just, it's, a, we know that everything's about like relationship, right? And so just as you build bonds and, and connections and all, when you can see the difference in somebody's eyes of just that you can, I, I would, I, sometimes I joke, I'd be like, either if you see somebody storming into a room and you can tell that they're upset and I'd be like, oh, I can see your thoughts. Scroll across your forehead. What's going on? Or just when you see um, how like an educator to their, you know, to, to their students, would say like they saw the light, you know, the light bulb go off when they learned something new. Like it's that thing, right? And I, I've seen it over and over and over again in different times, different scenarios, different settings, um, different lessons and where like it would connect for them because I would get them to understand that even if your parent, okay, so I would, you know, your mom, follow me for this example. Your mom is, you know, 46. Okay, cool. Um, and you're saying that, you know, you have an older sister and you are now, you know, her second daughter or third daughter, whatever. This is still your mother's. This is back to the point of that it's okay, parents, for something to be new to you. And just leave it there. As general as that statement is, it is okay for something to be new to you. I don't care how many children you have. I don't care how many times you've been through this. If you were the oldest um, and that, you know, you help to raise your, your, uh, nieces and nephews, your, uh, siblings, you know, or if you had nieces and nephews or cousins, whatever, right. Um, it does not matter if something is new to you right now as a parent, it is okay. Deal with that, handle that, right. Don't, don't go off of, you know, I should know this or even hearing somebody, you should know how to do this. That's crazy. You got 16 kids, like this year, 18th one, how, like whatever. Right. Um, that it would help and I would see the light bulb go off for the the youth to under that they would understand like you know your mother's 46 okay this is her first time being 46 and having you as her 16 year old when she had you know your sister that's four years older than you she was 40 with a 16 year old or you know whatever like it's the first time of her having the second child in this high school at this, you know, in this year, like cut her some slack. Like she's learning. She's trying to figure out don't, you know, so it's, it, it was getting my students and youth to understand that it was also, you know, first times and new things for their parents to learn because we know as we were growing up that the adults in our lives, we expected them to know everything because of the disconnect. So remember, ooh. Remember, was it last week or the week before where I talked about the fact of, um, I think it was the week before, and um, it was re- it was divorcing the idea of being so hard on yourself, right? But more so because of the fact that as children, we gave ourselves timelines well before we even knew how it was to be an adult. 
we're still learning how, how it is to be an adult. So as children, we set a timeline. I should be married by 25. I should, you know, graduated on time. I should have went to college. I should have done this. I should have been my career. I should have, you know, I don't, uh, I should have been the one to create fashion over. I don't know, just whatever, right? At eight, at six, at 14, that was still a child, right? And so we were giving, giving ourselves all these benchmarks and timelines and deadlines and, you know, all. And so we're, at, we're looking at this checklist like, oh, Jesus, oh, Jesus. Can you imagine? Think of, uh, uh, dissect in your, in your spare time when you do some self reflection. Don't even worry about everything that I'm saying, right? It'll, I feel like this will come after you do this exercise. Help me. All right. Help yourself, help me, help us, help your children um, to do an exercise where you self-reflect and literally only hone in on the worst job you have ever had. And why? Think of all the different reasons why it was bad. I am pretty sure that there is a correlation between the worst job that you've had and the mere fact that it came, that it included and it may not have been the only reason, but that it included issues with administration or management, right? And so when you talk about issues of management, that can be a whole different, you know, all a range. And so I'm pretty sure it includes of some disconnect of feeling like the management did not connect with their, um, not constituents, uh, the um, subordinates, right? And so to, to understand, you know, to understand where the subordinates come from, why the subordinates may have had that there actually, you know, was some issues, you know, why and where and all of that and how, you know, how to address it, what to look forward to, you know, and coming to a resolve and things like that. So the same thing as far as even for your children um, and understanding that, you know, you back to seeing them as, you know, learn, rather learning them as the people that they are as your children, not just seeing them as your children. Because unfortunately, there's a complex that comes over us as a parent that you have to constantly suppress. There's some parents out here that are not trying to suppress the fact that I own you. You know, I get, come on now, Black parents, how many times we've heard it a million times, right, from Black parents. And we talk about, I've even joked, like, yep, I waited all my life to be able to say, you know, brush in this world ticket. Like, and then once I actually became a parent, like, literally knowing that I was with child, I immediately never wanted to say those words. Like, I never want to say I brought you in this world, I'll take y'all. I never want to have to say those words. Not even really in joking form. Like, I just don't want to have to say that. I don't want to feed that into my child or my future children. Like, I don't want to. I don't yearn to. I don't look forward to it. If I ever did say it, I would, I'm sure I would regret it. You know, I would want to apologize. I would want to ease that over, even if they don't take it that way. I'm sorry. I actually looking at some piece of lint that's on my shirt. So I see how I'd be talking good. <laughs> I'd be distracted by something dumb. Um, but, you know, I never wanted to to say that, um, and I still don't. Uh, there are, you know, different things. Like, I joke about, like, you know, didn't we have children, uh, you know, do the dishes? Like, no, technically, you know, they're people. Like, they need rest time, too. I love, oh, my goodness, y'all. Where did I just see? I think it's Tennessee. I could be incorrect, but I just reposted um, something on my story where I saw that, I think it was in Tennessee, Texas. I don't know what's like going on in Texas. We ain't touching on that. Um, mind your own uterus in Texas here. Shout out to Andrea Jones. Mind your own uterus in Texas. Amen. Um, let it brew up there and let that just spill over. So 
But yeah, so I think it was in Tennessee, either way, where somewhere um, recently there's a school district that um, grants students, I think up to like four days of like mental health days. Thank you. Now, here's the thing. This is why I thought to bring this up today or why I'm glad that God just even brought that to my recollection just now, because what if, so again, I am talking to black parents, but I'm really just talking to parents in general, because it usually is, you know, us that'll be like, you ain't stay home for what? Uh-uh, I didn't. Are we, we're st- we're living in the generation. It sickens me. And I, again, I've probably jokingly said it in my past life, right? Of, uh, you know, oh, wow, that's crazy. They get out of school for, you know, high winds and we had to walk. Sure, but don't you want that? Isn't that the point? So that's why I said, be careful of even the jokes, even if you're just saying it, to join in on the jokes on social media, right? You see somebody that posted it, you're laughing at it or you chime in and be like, yeah, that's crazy. We, oh, that's what it is. The post is going to run down. Like they getting out for wins, but here was the DC sniper and we had to run in a zigzag. Hella funny. I ain't gonna lie. Laugh. Definitely laugh. Trying to suppress laugh. <laughs> Not a lot. I'm, I'm, I lost. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, like I would still, you're absolutely right. Bill character got it. It also built trauma that a lot of us still are not addressing. Has anybody, here's a check, any of us that are, you know, and I'm proud of us, don't get me wrong, I am very proud that we are in therapy. All of those, those of us that are, you know, actively participating in therapy um, regularly, I'm very proud of us. However, not however, I'll just ask this, I'll pose this question. In your therapy session, have you ever brought up uh, living through the time of the DC snipers? For those of us that, you know, experienced that. Um, okay. Have you ever brought up, just stick with me, okay? Have you ever brought up uh, dealing with when a lot of us, like in this generation, we were like in middle school, um, maybe early high school, but middle school or just whatever, wherever you were in your matriculation, right? Your educational uh, matriculation um, of when the last time the cicadas came. A lot of us are experiencing, have experienced, um, and it was clear that we're experiencing PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, an actual disorder that is the exact same title, maybe not the exact same cause, but exact same title and diagnoses of of that of someone that fought in a war you know, off of the, the soil in which they, you know, are citizens of, fought in war, in battle, you know, guns going off, bombs going off, seeing and watching their friends and people die day in and day out. That is the exact same diagnosis as someone like that. You know, we're saying that those of us that lived through cicadas flying around, I want to, I, I, I can never get, no, I'm, I'm trying to say can never, but I have yet, there we go, to get out of my mind, the vivid picture and the reenactment of the last time I like to speak about me. Like I was in middle school. I don't know. I think sixth, seventh grade, I'm not sure. Um, and I had a side ponytail and the cicada was in my ear, like it got in my ponytail and like, see me thinking about it is giving me the heebie-jeebies. That's PTSD 
ladies and gentlemen? Have you brought it up? I'm I'm asking that because I realize that I have not. And I'm asking really because I know that it was something a lot of us talked about. A lot of us were living through when they were here over the summer. Even just the stress of us preparing for it. I remember it really got to a point where I couldn't even engage in conversations too long when it was, when they were talking about it. Like, yeah, you know, they're coming. And I would get like the, the heebie-jeebies, the same heebie-jeebies I just got just even recalling that. Like, am I, a part of me really wants to sit here and hold... My right ear. I'm laughing at myself, not you. I promise. Um, but yet, all these years that I've ever, you know, sought after, you know, therapy or counseling, I've never once mentioned that ever. Even reliving it now, have I thought to be like, "Hey, girl, girl, Stephanie, let me, girl, let me tell you, girl, them caters now." No, never thought to bring it up. So here it is: things that we are trying to build up these vulnerable and impressionable little people. Right. And little I, y'all know y'all, I'm on Nini, right? For the for all the babies. I'm on Nini. And so on Nini, to everybody's the babies. The fur babies, the 18-year-olds, the 20-somethings. I don't care. I, I call grown people my babies. So, you know, when I say little people, wherever that, you know, um relates to you as far as your child and your children. And so here it is that because they're impressionable. Don't get me wrong, we might have to break down like of, you know, the different groups, groupings of children. And I don't even really like the group of them. I know we'll say like teenagers and the preteens and then the, you know, the adolescents. Sure, I get that. That's as far as like research purposes and to be able to, you know, unfortunately, if you are applying for, I don't know, some assistance or just anything, you're, whatever, you have to categorize. But for your children, you should not be categorizing. You should not be. It should be John, Jacob, Hengelheimer, and Smith. Like just not, you know, yes, these are my children, John, Jangle, Shingle, Shimer, and Smith. Like, you know, like there no grouping. They are individuals. Think about of the dynamic of what, what gets me and why I, I my brain goes here a lot, especially all, uh, lately. Uh, it goes here often of thinking about how I am, I'm the baby, right, of, of my siblings. So I'm the baby of six, right? And yet I have now given birth to, because I, my, plan is, you know, in, in future time with my husband, where he is, I love you, um, <laughs> but to have more children, right, and so Sydney would then be the oldest, right, so I am the baby that has now given birth to the oldest, then I will give birth to a, you know, middle child, to another baby, you know, like, whatever, I, I guess I just said I'm having two more kids, I don't know, um, I had always said, like, I thought my compromise was four, but it, it depends. My husband come along. We'll talk about it. I, I really, truthfully, would like, like, two boys and, and another girl. I, but, you know, it, it might just be another boy. I don't know. I don't really just see just two children, though. And then three. Three is a cute number, but I like four. We'll talk about it, though. We, we can figure things out. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like, just that. So then there are, you know, middle children. And we know that, that that's a whole actual diagnosis and syndrome, right? There are middle children out here giving birth to oldest, you know, children and young and more middle children and youngest and just different, you know, whatever. So like, and then you think of just that here's our, you know, I'm a baby, I'm the baby. And then what I, who am I going to marry? The oldest? The youngest, the middle child, oh my Lord, like, you know, that those dynamics and not that we have to wear these tags and titles so heavily, but we have to be considerate of them just as so much so as that we have to be considerate of our children, of these impressionable, you know, vulnerable people, people, human beings. I'll be daggone if we keep, if we continue on with the idea and the concept of that they are not people. 
you know, that it, it makes me think of, um, not Miranda, Matilda, right? And so remember when the dad is going in on her, like, I'm big, you're small. I'm right, you're wrong. Like, bruh, it's literally still some of us out here operating like that. And we don't know it because we're operating from where we came from. Remember earlier we were talking about environment? And so genetically, right, a lot of us, you know, just have it in us that there are, you know, mental health, you know, on a lot unaddressed because we're talking about our generation before us, um, just, you know, mental health issues that we are carrying that we might have in us genetically somewhere, right? Um, and so shout out to, because it really makes me think of the appointment that I was with with my mom. Um, and y'all, side note, it just came to me. I do know that I haven't, <laughs> I haven't even gotten to like the breakdown of her days and I'm really going to, that's probably how I'm going to end this, but because um, I really wanted to share with y'all. But, uh, you know, just at some point, bruh, especially my brown and black folk, get out here and get your genetic test. Uh, it's called genetic counseling, genetic testing done. Take care of that. It, it came up because of, again, just with my mother's, you know, health right now, uh, current health um, challenge, right? Um, and I miss so many other, right? She's literally a walking medical book and I'm reminded of that, um, going to that appointment. And just always knowing that ever and whatever, maybe in school or something, I've had to refer to my mom, but especially while I was pregnant, just different appointments and just, but you have to talk about your medical history. I remember going to genetic counseling and that was the only appointment that Sydney's father went with me because um, I just had to sound like you have to go there. Like, I don't know your parents stuff. Come to find out when we get there, he didn't know his parents stuff either. I was able to spit my mother and father's stuff out. Couldn't go too far back on my father's side. But I could definitely tell them about, you know, history, my mother's side and all. And he was damn near making up their ages. Like, he just, he didn't know anything. Um, so that that already is a disadvantage. I would not want to do that. Even with the fact that I'm still trying to, you know, still trying to cultivate and, you know, create and establish and maintain like a relationship. And I know, I know, I know I told y'all a while ago, like I, you know, still, I'm still chewing on the idea of my old therapist that had said that, um, that her relationship with her father is not my responsibility. See, I have to make a face every time I say it, cause I'm trying to, I'm trying to digest it, but either who, um, that, you know, I just, uh, I still would not want her to, you know, be at a disadvantage because even, you know, when she has a, an amazing stepfather that I'm hopeful, but even believing that it's going to happen, right? Um, so when she goes to have children in, you know, like 90 years, um, and then when, you know, she's able to date in, I, she can't date until she's married. So um, that can't happen in like 95 years. So anyway, but then you can think about children even after that. But um so roughly about a hundred because she's four now. So whatever. But um, she, uh, you know, I don't want her, you know, he there repeating the same thing like him because she, unfortunately, she won't be able to speak to her stepfather who will be, you know, socially, physically, mentally, emotionally, but, you know, unfortunately, biologically, uh, genetically, you know, she would have to speak to her dad um, and, you know, the history and, you know, health history and all that. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's important, y'all, to know our stuff. We out here talking about socially of just, you know, learning, you know, who our ancestors were are and this and that. But I mean, biologically, when has anyone ever? And truthfully, I had only went one because I was pregnant. Um, was it before? I think I might have even had it twice now. I don't know if it's the same time, but I'm thinking I'm looking literally in my brain. I'm visualizing when I was sitting at the table and the lady was doing something. But I really think it was a health scare that I had. I've had a couple of like, like two um 
breast cancer scares, right? That I, you know, thought they thought they found so it was crazy. Um, and like both times when I, when I say that I really know God to be, <laughs> like it was the story of like there's nothing, nothing to be found now. So no, it's nothing, and it's definitely not cancer. Like it's nothing. Um, and so anywho, just going and um being asked because there's a, a heavy history, you know, in the past, um, on my mother's side of like breast cancer, right? And so them asking, like, oh, has your mother ever done like genetic cancer? It's like, no, I, no. And I remember bringing it up to her and she like, I remember she denied it, you know, like no, you know, declined rather. Um and so, but that was, I'm sure it's because she didn't know the significance of it. And so now hopefully, you know, with them bringing it up at least at that appointment, I was just with her. And then, you know, maybe she'll consider doing it just to try to rule out something. She'll try to figure out, you know, mutations and this and that. Like, it's a pretty intricate process and kind of cool. Like, I don't know, I'm a nerd. <laughs> and I geek too. So it was, it was intriguing. Like, wow, y'all can go through and y'all, wow, that's crazy. So y'all just be looking at stuff and then finding stuff and knowing stuff and learning stuff. That's amazing. <laughs> um so, you know, that's something for all of us to consider, you know, and, and there are so many different levels and layers of parenthood and just trying to, you know, it's not just, oh, I'm trying to build generational wealth. Cool. But if you die off before you can appreciate it, if because you didn't go and find out anything that you have in your bloodstream that you pass on to your children, then they're dying off, you know, early too. generational wealth where? Because the wealth ain't just the riches. I, again, it's all generational wealth. So let, let's let's probably add that. Okay, can we add? I love adding to, excuse me, some of these cliches and phrases that we continue, colloquialisms that we keep using. So can we add to it and say that let's build generational health and wealth, right? And that's, that's what me too. I've, I've said that since you've gotten back in school, I totally have no excuse, which all this week, hopefully tomorrow, tomorrow will be the first thing that was last day of the week, but the first day of me actually getting back to doing my, my miles and stuff around, you know, the, the track. Like, just got to. In my brain, it's like, yeah, I'm saying this to y'all now and I've been thinking it and wanting it and all, but, you know, yeah, sure, I could be like, dang, I'm not even at a place where I could slip into a wedding dress if my husband just pop up to mom and be like, what you trying to do? Like, the, the court's still open. Like, let's go file and then boom, right? But outside of that, am I healthy? And like, I know that I am healthy. So that's a good thing. I have a clean bill of health. But am I at my healthiest is the point. Am I at my healthiest uh, place in life, you know, to bear more children and to be here and to be that active mom that I want to be, you know. Um, so it's just it's it's building again, building and cultivating this environment for them. Like, are your children going to look back? I'm even thinking about how, like, I'm hoping that it's okay now. As I know that last week of just me being in a you know a place of just really hoping and kind of worry. Um, and you cannot pray and believe in God and worry. So I was, I was doing both and that's why I was sick about it. Um, that I wasn't in a place of like where I wanted to have like the most fun and like, oh, this is our last school raw. Like I just, I, I was dealing with a lot of, like taking care of a lot of business, applying to this and calling this place back and all that, like every day last week, literally. Um, and so, you know, just trying to have that fun and make sure that she has one. So I know like I kind of left her to be like, you know, just watch her TV and come around, I feed her and then we play a little bit, but right. And I'm tired, just a lot. So, you know, I know that I don't want to be. And so even now that we're in school now, I kind of, because I took a little nap like today, just knowing I had those long stretches, like I'm getting up, you know, I was on a move today, like long stretch and I had to do the show. So just um, a lot, right. Um, and so wanting to be more of an active parent and knowing that I have not been the most active, you know, with her, 
Um, and yet still seeing that at least at some point, you know, I was because it is that if she can seek it, you know, meaning that it's not that she's asking for because it it's never been, but because it has been and just it's slowed down a little bit recently and that. But then it's like a part of the part of her being able to tell the difference. But I'm here to tell you, uh, as a part of our parent support group, it's still also to take your break and your much needed and deserved time away from these babies. You know, if it's just in your room for a minute, if it is, you know, that they're they're in their room and you're away or just getting somebody to watch, like what whatever it takes, right? Just I get it. Breathe. Actually, the way I just exhaled breathe all parents all parents just how did that feel can we do that like two more times we're gonna breathe in five hold five and release five is that okay five five and five number of grace and favor okay all of it so is that good i did count a little fast i ain't gonna lie because i wasn't sure told you i ain't been running so I didn't want to get the coughing and hackling all over y'all. Okay, sorry. One more time. I'm going to try to count a little slower. There we go. Okay. I hope you feel better. I do. I hope that you release some things. I hope that you breathe a few more times. Okay. Tonight, intentionally, because you're breathing now. So that's that's a good thing. You're still here. I mean, you're still here to do something. You're still here to be for these babies. You're still here to um to just with purpose in mind right with intent and so but when you intentionally have these breaths uh, breaths of release so that's your homework that's your other b tip of the week to my parents breaths of what did i just say lord i done lost it <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i'm giving y'all homework and i forgot what did i what did i just say uh, oh, breaths of release. There we go. <clears throat> so go back like I was serious. <clears throat> your other B tip of the week, your homework of the night, um, is breaths of release. Okay? Release. Release. Release that. Up off of you. Um, the, the heavy burden, the weight of, you know, parenting in this day and age. Come on. I don't care if you had, especially for people that just having children right now or just whatever, wherever you are. Remember, whatever's new to you is totally fine for it to be because y'all know it's my favorite thing. And that's OK. OK, it really is. Everything and where it is and how it is right now is OK um, because you need to acknowledge that. If you're acknowledging that and you tell yourself that it's OK, that just acknowledge it and saying that it's OK. Um, doesn't mean that it can't be better, but um, it at least is a good start for you to then work toward it being better, right? To, to play your part um, in allowing, you know, the God above to do what it is that he had in mind. But as you have your breaths of release, you know, later on, then breathe with, you know, things that you are releasing. Like if all this week has been a week from hell or all this week has been overly exciting, you know, but sometimes excitement can be overwhelming, um, new change, whatever, you know, questions, uh, homework, I don't know, uh, uniforms, uh, uh, shoot, the baby didn't grow out his shoes already. I, whatever the case may be, um, breathe those breaths of release with those things in mind. So you are doing intentional breathing 
tonight. And even if, you know, you forget all about it, hopefully it comes right to your mind. I pray. That's actually my prayer for you all, us all tonight, is that it comes back to you as you are just, you know, once you are lying down to go to bed and that just slips you into a peaceful rest for the evening and then you wake up refreshed in the morning, right? Um, and so in the last few, last 10 minutes before we get out of here, y'all, I'd been saying it the whole show. I was going to share um, that. So the first day, right? So like I said, the um, back to it that the the weekend, you know, was fine. Okay, cool. So Sunday, like I said, it was Walmart. I didn't realize I didn't have the book. So now I literally made it. My dad gave me the money to do an order, a Walmart order while we're at Walmart because she needed Oh God, it was just last minute stuff. Like the sweatshirts, the sweatshirt and sweatpants that you needed for when it gets cold for gym class. Um, the knee length khaki shorts that she needed for gym class now. It just, oh Lord, just, ugh, it was just stuff. Um, so I was ready a whole, I had a whole lot ready and still not everything at the same time. So again, parents, it's okay. You're not going to have everything, baby. It's all right. It's okay. It happens to the best of us. And imagine what the worst of us, you know, are going through. So, so we're in the middle. You're doing okay, right? Um, and so, oh, sorry, y'all. I don't know what's going on. To my parents, my back, my back hurts, y'all. Oh, mercy. Um, but yeah, so then, you know, Monday was just, okay, we are in here. And I even, I thought I had to plan, um, I was like, dang, maybe we can go to see the Paw Patrol movie. You know, the literally the couple of dollars that were left over. I'm just getting everything. Like once my dad gave me everything, I was like, okay, we got everything, but it was just smart, you know, not to, especially when I have to use gas. And for my people in Baltimore, baby, I lived over west and her school was all the way over east. Okay. <laughs> so that bop <laughs> twice a day, you know, that's gonna add up, but that's all right, right? Um, it's investment. And so, um, but we got to Tuesday. No, oh, no, we're at Monday night. So I don't know what it is. I don't, my excitement, <laughs> there we go. It's coming back to me now. So I was about to say, I don't know what kept me up. My excitement, my excitement kept me up. I know she still went to bed late. Um, so we had tested out the schedule. The schedule was definitely great back at camp days. So these past, like what, three weeks or so that she's been out of camp, three weeks is enough time to break a habit, build a habit. So yeah, we can attest to both sides. Um, and so it was just getting her and she can be a light a night owl. Anybody that knows her when she was much younger, Lord had mercy. It was in her blood like on her daddy's side. They either vampires or happening. I've told you that before. Um, but I'm decreeing that off of her now. But yeah, so she I know she stayed up longer than she probably should have, I'm sure. I was definitely when she was definitely asleep, I was up until like I think I came in the house at 1 a.m. I took the recycling out, I clipped my hedges, because I definitely had the money to pay for them to get the grass cut. Um, but so my hedges definitely have this bush. It's so pretty. Y'all actually see it. Like my promo videos on that's where I've been taking them because it literally is like the, to me, like the actual like grass wall. <laughs> that a lot of y'all like had like for decorations, but um, it was like, wow. It was just, oh God, it was so wild. Like we were literally like fighting through stuff, like walking through. So I had these small, small, like like clippers. And lucky I ain't trying to use scissors, but I had bought those a minute ago and just never used them. Popped them open, was out there doing that in the middle of the night. Like after I had already told myself, like, go to bed. Like make sure you get some rescues. You want to get up, get her there. Baby, when I tell you, gets my baby up in the morning, we get there. That's not a problem. She's excited. Okay. We get in the line, you know, we get our, she gets her temperature taken. And so I'm getting in line to get into, to go into the office um, to buy her gym class, to make her payment for the week and to buy her gym shirts. 
Um, and so then it's like, so they have like, like teacher, like we met her teacher. That was fine. She was our classroom. Then they have other teachers that come as aides to, you know, escort the children, you know, to the classroom because it was clear, like they had at least emailed us and gave us a heads up that we would not be able to go to the classroom or stay for the day. That was the thing. Like, whew, so I was trying to mentally, thinking I was mentally prepared. I will admit that I was not prepared for the emotions that I had for the first day of school. Mind you, I kept in mind that she has been to two different schools before. One, her very first school was when we lived um, off like St. Paul Street in our last apartment before this house, so three years ago. Um, and so she was going there. It was her very first school. We're excited about that. And I've always called it school. So, we, you know, we started early. Nobody else in her age like was going well, that we knew, I'm sorry, that we're go- was going to school at her age at one, right? She wasn't even two. And so then when we moved here, though, like across, you know, the city, it was like, okay, we got to find another one. So I did find one that was closed. She had been there for a little bit, and that was up until the pandemic, though. So um, now the, the pandemic kind of bring that to a halt. It was like, oh, man, we've been out of school for a little while. So that's why I was considered like, okay, camp. Camp would be a good, you know, just a good way to get us back into the habit, just whatever. And we both did okay with transition and adapting to camp. So I don't know, still, I don't know what it is that set it for, for this day. I don't know if it was like, okay, this is the official first day of your educational career. Like, yikes, like it's happening. Um, because she was even supposed, this particular school she's at now, she was supposed to have three-year-old class too. She was supposed to start last year, but you know, COVID. <laughs> the story is, you know, part of every story these days. And so um, we get there, you know, that honey, they come to take her and it was like, oh, di- okay. I mean, I was not okay. Like, bawling. Like, <laughs> straight. Well, still in this line. And what a parent that was at the front of the line that could see, like, as she organized, I hugged her and all that, gave her a bag, like, just Ooh, um, that parent that was in the front, she tells me, oh, she's okay. She didn't even turn around. Oh, no. Like, just of us. <laughs> um, I'm trying to clear my throat, right? And I'm all still behind the mask, though. So I get into the office. It's my turn. I'm trying to talk. Child, what really took me over edge was, um, so I, you know, made the payment that I scoot over, talked to the secretary, and I borrow her about to buy the, um, get my receipt, buy the, the shirts. And then I asked to borrow her marker because I, I packed up her little box. Or, you know, you have to have supply a clear shoe box with a lid. Um, uh, to, you know, pack her, like the, like I said, the outfit that has to stay there, including the gym uniform too. So I, I just, the only thing I need to go on, there was a shirt. I left a nice little spot. You know, I'm the person I like to fold and just make, I'm really good at making stuff fit, like organize this. I'm good at that. Don't worry about my house right now. Moving on, mind your business. Um, so, uh, you know, I'd ask like, oh, you know, can I run this through her classroom to, to put in her box? Ciao. I'm so glad that this was, that this was an interaction between the new me <laughs> and the secretary and not the old me. Because I feel like just being triggered and hurt, I would have wanted to cuss her up one side down the other. I would have. I was so brokenhearted because she definitely just answered, no, you may not. <laughs> Which, what you mean, all right? What you mean, no, I may not. Like, what do you, okay. I had to just, whew. so she, I left the shirt with her. I leave out with the other one in my receipt and I'm in the car, but like, just could not like I y'all I had to call my mama <laughs> to talk me down okay I was low you hear me like I had to call her and just like she's talking to I had, I think I tried to call two different people before and they didn't answer so I was like oh that's what I get I need to you know pray about it Lord I'm trying to give it to you but I really need somebody right now like help me call my mama she's talking me down and talking me through it like I was well and then she looked at the time because remember I had to take her to her doctor's appointment 
And look at the time, y'all. It was like two hours after I dropped off. I was there just sitting in a parking lot. Um, I realized definitely that I needed to go once I saw an officer pull up um, in a car. And I'm thinking, I try to tell myself, you know, at least, you know, Benia, he could be dropping his kid off. When I see him get no kid out of the car, I have, officer, is everything okay? Is something wrong? He like shook his head. Oh, okay. All right, it's time for me to go there. It's time for me to get in the car. Because <laughs> I was going to sit there all day. That's the thing. Um, one the window I could sneak and you know tap bad again. I just want to sit. I, just if I, the first day was about me, it's how I feel. Not about her. It was about me. Let me have this. They took it away from me. Like let me have this. Y'all get to my mom's house. I think I ate. I don't know. I can't remember. And next thing I know, I was on Facebook stalking the teacher's Facebook account. Got as far as like her her mother in law's page. I, I did that. Second day, yesterday, Wednesday was um, Sydney's tough day, but also we to get home from the first day. The schedule. I mean, I screamed when I got to her and pick her up. When we get home, I I think all my adrenaline ran out, so I passed out when we got home. Like she was up. I think she took a little nap too in between there. It was up way too late, so I know that it had to contribute to the second day yesterday. That that was her rough drop off day. She cried. I'm glad it wasn't on my same very emotional day because that would not have worked. She would have went home with me. Um, and then today, third day, it was a good drop off day for the both of us. So we are making it. Who knows, you know, what fourth day will be tomorrow, but you know, we're getting there because I don't know. Sister told me like, she was like, oh, this was cute that one day it happened, but I do this every day. Like, <laughs> all right, now. <laughs> like yesterday was not, but we're working on it. So what I do know is that she loves her teacher. I love that. That's a new thing. Like she loves her teacher. She just asked about her teacher and then she's boohoo crying. But I realized it was because her teacher isn't who comes and gets her from me. It's, you know, other people. So I don't know if it was a, while she was still upset, it was a male that was trying to, you know, take her back. But then by the time she was calmed down, there was a woman. So I don't know if that helped too, but just whatever. But she got to the classroom realizing I love, shout out to Clay Dojo. Then you can communicate with the teacher. Um, so here I am, y'all. It's it's happening. It's happening. So to everyone, bid the peace, okay, and an amazing school gear. It's gonna be that way. Okay. I'm receiving that and believing that for all of us. Okay, is that all right? Y'all got it? Y'all good? All right. Until next time. Peace. Yeah.